But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. I'm your host, Veeps, and today we are getting back to the basics. We're not going to have a separate guest. We just have our well-known co-host, Tink. Yay! (laughs) We got a little bit of a girl talk episode for you today, Um, but in nerdy fashion, it's going to be about some pretty interesting stuff. We're going to actually talk to you about sage spirits and modern witchcraft. For context here, we came up with this idea. We were like having girl talk when I just drinking. We have like, girl talk margaritas, all the time. <laughs> we're watching Practical Magic. Oh, and then we watch movie. like Stardust or something. Oh, yeah, we did watch Stardust. I have such a better appreciation for that movie. Mm-hmm. I've, that's like the second time I've watched it. It's so good, isn't it? I love Claire Danes. Her mouth is great. <laughs> I know that's weird, but something about the way her mouth just sits. Yeah. It's intriguing. <laughs> It's intriguing. I'm drunk. <laughs> She's drinking like a baller over here. Straight gin. Oh, did you hear that? It's like, <laughs> like the water suction sound. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the theme, I think step one is to give the audience a little bit of a background on you and some of your unique hobbies. Oh, man. Um, I've got a lot of unique hobbies, but I won't stray too far um so besides how do i put this so i was raised by my mom she was a single mom she's pretty cool Uh, but i was also raised by my aunt who is a i guess you would call her a witch she -hmm. goes by different things now what does she go by now um she calls herself a vampire um (laughs) i'm sorry it's a (laughs) even the way i'm saying it sounds like i'm saying she's full of bullshit and it's Okay, so there's not like the vampire. She doesn't like, you know, peer at your window and slowly come down and then somehow <laughs> ask you to invite her in and then she bites your neck. It's nothing like that. It's more of like a, um, there's psychic vampires. Mm. Uh, she uses other people's energy with permission. Um, I don't really know. If- I've heard of energy vampires. I've heard of that term, energy, energy vampire. vampires. Yeah, people can be energy vampires and not know it. It's usually they're bad. They're not really great people. The people like you, you hang out with and after you're done hanging out with them, you feel really tired mm-hmm. or you feel really drained or you just have like this horrible empty I think feeling. Those of us that are basic, like myself, we would call them toxic people. Exactly. Right? And we just call them psychic <laughs> vampires. Yeah. We got to make things complicated and cool. Um, it just sounds way cooler. Yes. Right? Let's be honest. She's psychic um, and a bunch of other stuff. So talking to her is very interesting. It's kind of kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, her life partner, um, he's also um, sensitive as mm-hmm. well. So it's really fun when they call me on, um, what do you call that, the messenger. They both call me and we have like, they talk to me like once a week just to keep me grounded. And I don't have a lot of outlets to talk about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's really her and her life partner that I talk to you about. But yeah, so I was raised around some superstitious stuff. Um, plus, uh, my mom's Portuguese. So even Portuguese people have uh, some weird superstitions. <laughs> like, we keep roosters in our kitchen because it means good luck. And yeah. so if you ever come into my parents' house, there's roosters everywhere. So my mom does that, but she's like ultra white and does not have any superstitions. So yeah. I'm sure that's something that they probably just took from that. Not yeah, especially the country style kitchens all have yeah. roosters. Yeah. But I guess the rooster does mean like a thing. Like, we have a stuffed rooster. 
in our kitchen. It's fucking creepy. It's oh, like so you size. take it to a whole nother level. She takes it a whole nother <laughs> level. Not I. I don't think it's a real stuffed rooster, but it's stuffed and it looks quite legit and it scares me. I'm like, oh God, I'm only down here to get some water. Like, oh God, I don't live with my the mom anymore. The rooster just moves around the, <laughs> the kitchen and like you, ah, you I think walk around. Dead. <laughs> but so yeah, um, I learned, I've been around some really weird, cool stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I experienced some weird things as a young kid that kind of propelled me into this lifestyle. Well, for a long time, I was actually very afraid of it. Mm-hmm. I don't really talk about this side of me a lot. So this is kind of, it's kind of cool. This um, is, yeah, seriously, like an inside scoop into your life that you don't share with most people. I know. I'm pretty sure some people that I work with are going to listen to this. <laughs> They're going to like start looking at me different. Like, oh my God, if I don't send her the proper uh, candidate schedule format, she might hex me. No, I'm not like that at all. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, so... It's more just like the way it sounds like and the way that I've encountered it with you is more like superstitions and like... Yeah. You know, certain like almost like I would say rituals like that you do for like luck or something. Exactly. And mm-hmm. there's some. there was somebody that I used to work with. He doesn't work with us anymore, but he used to be like, I feel like sometimes when you're at home, you have a cauldron and you, you make up spells. And I'm like... I don't have a cauldron, but thank you. But the fact that he picked up on that is yeah. kind of interesting. And he's like a muscle head, or is that the term? Or a meathead? A meathead. There yeah. you go. He's a total meathead. So the fact that he could pick I up just on imagine that. like muscles on his head. <laughs> Look like a crap. He's got like biceps on his like, oh, I feel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um. So anyways, but how I, I kind of was introduced into it besides my aunt, um, you know, putting things here and there. Um, I'm ultra sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I remember as a kid, like my mom used to tell me, she's like, yeah, I used to talk to yourself a lot, which I still do, but it's, I wasn't talking to, so- I was talking to somebody and I would have really bad nightmares. And I remember encountering dead things and mm-hmm. like my mom not knowing what to do about it. She just thought I was, you know, being a kid. And yeah. at the time we grew up in the church. So that was a big no, no. So everyone's like, we gotta exercise the demons. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what this is but my aunt was the one that was like hey this is something but after having a lot of horrible experiences with it I kind of shut down and kind of like forgot mm. about it and then as I got older I was like hey this is just who I am I'm cool with it so when okay so to kind of I feel like we walked around this a lot you don't call yourself a witch you would not I consider don't. yourself one but you just have people in your life who would identify as such right yes my aunt will call me a witch or she calls me other things too uh, she likes to call me a goddess but that's really I think for my self esteem purposes <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah she would call me a witch um, a lot of my friends that know that have that know me for a long time and experienced some of the stuff with me would call me that i don't like oh my god I'm about to sound really fucking pretentious like those people like I don't believe in titles blah 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 <laughs> um I would never I don't introduce myself as hey my name is Tink I'm a witch I would definitely say I'm more of a mystic like I'm very kaleidoscope I take pieces from here and here and there um I I still actually believe in God which a lot of people don't get how I can do both mm. but that it, it works so for you me. believe in kind of a supernatural but I think a, I don't think that there is a um, a hard and fast line there either like okay. a lot of people who are ultra religious tend to also believe in a lot of these things too uh my aunt likes to say I'm tepid like I'll live the lifestyle but I won't fully embrace it and that's yeah. and for her I think it's because she's like I'm not fully comfortable with it but at the same time I'm just 
I, I, I like to say I'm a kaleidoscope. I like to take p- b- bits and pieces, and I don't want to be defined by one thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if people know that you're kind of into that lifestyle, they automatically peg you to be a weirdo. And not all of us are weirdos. Like, I don't go sky clad on a full moon, and sky clad means naked. Um, <laughs> I would totally do it, but... It, they do. You've seen Practical Magic, you know, yeah. when they're like, they can, kids can go sky clad. She's like, no, they don't need to dance naked under the full moon. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a ritualistic thing. No, you won't catch me <laughs> dancing naked. I'm, I'm trying to become a She-Hulk, so I'm not not ready for that yet. Maybe when I get my six pack, I will. I, I love it. It's like a combination of like mysticism and like epic nerdism. Like it's the two collide. You're like, but no, I'm really working towards She-Hulk. That's kind of where I want to be. Yeah. But once I become a She-Hulk, I will totally go skyclad. Like, it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah, I live my life on some weird... What's that? I live my life on some weird stuff. How about that? It was just... Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But that's really cool. It makes you more interesting. Thanks. So, um, we talked about, uh, obviously, that you don't really necessarily consider yourself a witch, but a lot of people would probably call you that. So, like, what does that like mean today? What would you th- say? Well, I feel now, which is a very huge umbrella. It's mm-hmm. like, you know how I love fairies? The word yeah. fairy is a huge umbrella. There's things that fall underneath it. That's mm-hmm. like saying you're an athlete. There's a lot of things that fall under being an athlete. Um, uh, being a witch, like I said, it really depends on what sect that you go into. So there's like, um, there's the white witch that only deals with, you know, good magic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no devil in the craft, which is very true. Um a lot of times there is a male and female counterpart. Yeah. There's a god and a goddess. Um, you're supposed to do no harm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a threefold rule. Whatever I you do, um, expect it to come back in threefold, maybe positive or negative. So you have to be very careful about what you do. Uh, it's a very uh, earth-based uh, religion or lifestyle, like you want to call it. Would you consider like modern witchcraft to be just more like pagan than anything else? Oh uh, well, you don't. Da- you don't have to be pagan to be a witch, and you don't have to be a witch to be a pagan. Yeah. Okay. It, a lot of people think it coincides with one another, but it actually doesn't. There's a lot of there is a new um, sect of modern witchcraft where um, technology. You can use technology that like tech witches are a new thing cool. yeah i don't know that much about them but there is like there's literally you can be any type of witch um the ones that i counter a lot is uh my friend holmes she's a she's a kitchen witch so everything that she does in the kitchen equivalates to i guess you can say a magic spell like she dries out herbs for spells and cooking she puts her feelings into it and things like that um mm. really though being like a, a witch there, there's bad. Um, there's dark witches that do mess with. Like, I will never mess with voodoo. Like, even voodoo follows under uh, witchcraft. And you know, when you bring up voodoo, this is actually a really interesting thing. Um, I had this professor. She just a like a. She was just a normal American white woman. Like, yeah. honestly, like she did not grow up around any of this stuff. Like, she was very, very much not exposed to it. She went to Haiti. Um, to actually do some work there. I, I don't know if it was with, it was with a specific organization, I can't remember. Um, but she was getting a lot of pushback from the local community. And one time, one of the people there did like a spell. They like threatened them. They like supposedly quote unquote cursed them. And they're really big into voodoo and they really believe in it. I mean, yeah, it's a big part, part of the culture. culture. And um, their car got struck by lightning like 20 minutes later yeah. in the middle of like the day. Just like no storm, just, just got like, struck boom. by lightning like wrecked the car see that's crazy and that is why like when i 
here comes one of my superstitions. I have to be very careful what I say and what I put behind it. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. put negative. I really believe in putting negative energy in the air putting versus putting positive energy. But yeah, witchcraft or being a witch can mean many different things. There are people that are sea witches. I've just mess with water and then yeah. you go into there's uh, witches that believe in being in covens there's actually a shit ton of covens in Atlanta <laughs> there is a shit ton well I was out actually the other day it was a uh, the last full moon I think we had um, there was a bunch of people all dressed in white they were out here in like Freedom Park believe it or not like we're really close to like um, obviously we're like on Freedom Parkway yeah. like, a little five points area and right there in Freedom Park they had them and their black cat and they were doing like a whole bunch of stuff out there it yeah was- it's a huge community here in Atlanta I didn't realize that uh, me and Holmes went to a pagan festival that they have once a year and um, pagans witches whatever you want to call yourself they come out and they put up booths and they sell their wares and then you connect and mm. there's a lot of covens here um, I'm technically not a, a coven based I'll, for for this purpose, I'll call myself a witch. I'm not a coven-based witch. I'm what you'd call a solitary. Mm-hmm. So I don't mix and mingle. I just kind of, I'm just me by myself. Um, but yeah. Do you feel like you would enjoy being a part of a community like that? No. Only because if you join a coven, it's usually there's rules, there's a hierarchy. Oh. Um I can't even keep a schedule straight meetings on a m- monthly basis. Like half the time, sometimes I don't even remember it's a full moon until my cats are freaking climbing up the walls. And I'm like, Oh shit, it's a full moon. God damn. I didn't even stage my house. Like <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm too kaleidoscope. I'm too, I pick and mm. choose to be confined. And I don't yeah. growing up in a very sick, like very religious home as a kid. I, I don't ever want to be kind of shy into, away from yeah, being anything with conformity. Yeah exactly or organization so yeah now not downing covens because some of them are great like it's great to have somebody go talk to you or yeah it's great to have a community if yeah you're, like just like faith like if you're a part of a church or a lot of people are driven by that community to to really become passionate about something or to really become Very involved in i like to network with them yeah definitely like to network um etsy has a huge community of witches as well uh, that's where i bought my uh my witch book or my book of shadows, if you whatever you want to call it, it is a, <laughs> like your face when you said that you were like, I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> I really am. Like, yeah, I am really exposing myself. Like, there's like only a handful of people that like you come over to my house. It is like paraphernalia all over the place. But like in my walking life, you wouldn't pick that up. I think you would probably maybe pick it up a little bit. Yeah. Especially like the way I dress or yeah. uh, the things that I wear, like ne- like jewelry wise. There's some mm-hmm. of the shit that I say, but like, I don't want to be like, hey, yeah, I have like a hundred... I got this book that weighs like 60 pounds that is old as fuck and just chills there. Have <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I have one of those. And um, actually a kitchen witch made it for me. I met her on Etsy. Mm. Cost me $200, but worth it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> <laughs> this is really cool, actually. Oh, thanks. So, I mean, I knew some of this stuff. Like, we've talked a little bit about it. I mean, obviously, we, because we're doing the pod- podcast together, we spend a lot we're of like, time together. We're best friends. <laughs> best friends that anyone can have. <laughs> um, okay, so we've talked about what kind of, like, witch means in modern world. Um, so talk to me a little, you've, you've kind of touched on some of the different types here, right? So, um, but I think this is really interesting. So we have things like kitchen witches, which honestly wouldn't really look that much that, that wouldn't really look that weird, I think to the average person, right? So it's somebody who just uses a lot of herbs and is more homeopathic maybe, or something like that. Very true. Very true. And, um, so I have some notes cause there's a lot, um, (laughs) there's, 
a green witch, which is weird because you think that would kind of like go with a kitchen witch, but they're they actually use more plants, herbs, flowers. They don't cook. Mm. See, I could never be a kitchen witch. I burn rice, so like I don't even want to. <laughs> Burn rice is delicious. Right? <laughs> I'll eat it because I'm broke. But um, <laughs> there's a sea witch, which obviously they deal with the ocean, mm. oceanic things like that. There's even a storm witch that's all based on collecting rain and snow and using a lot of the elements. Um, I'm trying to find some typical stuff. Like I said, there's a tech witch, which is more of a modern, of really, it's really new. Um, apparently, they use magical apps. Woo, I didn't know they had that. <laughs> Um, Learn something new every day. Right? Even I just did. Oh, there is the fairy. There's a fairy witch, which also I would probably put myself in that category. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge believer of the fae. I have since I was a kid. Um, So that's usually working with them. And they're they're a fickle group. Um, There's, let's see. see. There's literally anything that you could think of you can be put under, um, you can put under that branch. But then there's the type of, there's a, the traditional, like, the traditional witch um, by using the old traditional ways mm. and the things that I think a lot of, like, folklore has been based off of. Yeah. There's that. Um, there's even the satanic witch that actually worships Satan. Well, we won't go there. Um, there's even a Christian witch, which has gotten a lot of heat lately because, mm-hmm. like, usually witchcraft and paganism, you're not like I said, just because you're a witch, you mean you have to be a pagan. But a lot of people assume being a witch or a pagan and mixing yeah. with Christianity usually is a big no-no. But there's actually a thing I've read up on it. I would even say that I would tap into that a little bit. Um, there's the Celtic witch, which is all based off of, you know, mythology, deities. and Cool. All that good stuff. Yeah, and then there's the coven, and like I said, the secular, which is there's no religious background yeah. at all. You just it's do it. It's more like earth-based and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, it's just a, the list literally. It's huge. Goes on. We will include, like, there's a great list in here. We'll put a link in the show notes. So, if you guys are actually just curious about this, because I know that for me, like, obviously, I don't partake in any of this stuff, but I just find it really interesting to read about this. Yeah, it's really cool. If you are figuring, if you think this is, like, the path that you want or this is what you're doing, there's a huge community on Tumblr. Tumblr Mm -hmm. has every kind of. I follow a lot of blogs just like to read and see how people do mm-hmm. their thing. But there's a huge community and they help each other out, especially people that are like, I think this is the path I want to take and yada, 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 yada. But, um, so they have like great mentorship in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And great uh, follow-ups. And honestly, what's great about it, you can do your own thing and nothing is wrong as long as you believe in it. Oh, God, I sound like Peter Pan. But <laughs> as long as you believe it, you can fly. Think of your happiest memory. Literally, yeah. It, there's no right or wrong to it. Of course, there are some people like in every walks of life, there's people that are very traditionalist. They believe there's a right and a wrong to a lot of things, and I'm just not really. But into the community that. is much wider than that. Oh so. yeah, and they're really welcoming. They're not, like I said, they're not really scary. I, I guess seeing a pile of people in the a graveyard wearing suits, eh, that would be or like what you call them robes, would be a little creepy. But, <laughs> um, so. You were talking about how there was kind of like a, a switch over where you, you really shied away from this for a long time. What was kind of a trigger point where you decided like, hey, this is this is a big part of who I am. This is kind of something I want to add back into my life or let back in. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I want to say it was actually really recent. Um, so I want to say it was around 2011, 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Early 2010s. I don't think that's a thing. I've been drinking. It's starting to happen. <laughs> um, so majority of the women in my family are into this. Majority, mm-hmm. a lot of them, and some of them are not. Um, my 
my first cousin, she's also, she actually enjoys messing around with death. Ugh. No offense. Um, <laughs> no offense. She, no she's thanks. really into it too. And we're both Pisces. Mm-hmm. I'm a few years older than her. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm really into the zodiacs and horoscopes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, like, when I'm, which to me, I think is a totally separate thing I, that I'm judging you for. <laughs> I know, because it's so funny because you'd be like, I'm like, he's a Taurus. You're like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, that they shouldn't be mixing with those Sagittariuses. I'm pretty sure I just made that up. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. You take that shit seriously. <laughs> I like every time I date someone new, I'm like, and when were you born and what hour? Because I have to like do our birth charts to make sure this is going to work. <laughs> this is so, so bad. <laughs> well, I was, I judge you for that. But then the guy that I'm dating is really big into the Chinese Zodiac because he grew it's up so, so superstitious cool. about that stuff. It's fun. And he's like, well, it's okay that you're a snake. Um, I, I think it can work. It's not the ideal match, but <laughs> it's okay. Like, I'm a snake too. At least you're not a horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, man. I'm a snake. We're vain people. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm vain quietly. I'm like, I know I look good today, but I'm going to pretend I'm ugly. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you're vain on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All the, I've slowed down on the selfies, guys. But you know, I'm, I'm bored a lot and I do a lot of cool things and there's no one that sees it. So I'm like, this is what happens when you're a vain introvert, right? <laughs> right? You're like, the world needs to see how beautiful I am. Oh, yeah. uh, or how interesting I am a little bit. Sometimes <laughs> I want people to see how interesting I am. Um, what were we saying? <laughs> so Zodiacs, I'm trying to dial back a little bit to remember what I was saying. Um, yeah, so you, you do actually adhere to that stuff, which is separate, but you like that too. Yes. I know you asked me something and I was... When did you know? Oh, when did you know? So yeah, we're both... My cousin and I are both Pisces, and she's into it, too. So I remember she, like, came over for one summer. She stayed the summer, and we were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I just – I kind of, like, shy away from it, blah, blah, blah. And her sister is my aunt, and she called one day and was like, hey, the more you pretend you're not something, the worse things become. And I – that's that's very true. And I think I've always been drawn to it no matter how – I'm like, this is not part of my life. Yeah. I some Maybe the books that I read or the things that I'm attracted to or – yeah, you read like you're like you're also a writer. Yeah. So for those of you guys, another hobby that she has that's really important. Oh, that's right. Um, she writes. You write adult, young adult fiction. Young adult fiction, fantasy fiction. Well, I like to call it urban fantasy because it always takes place in cities. Mm-hmm. And like, I send my stuff out to like a lot of literary agents, and I've gotten some great feedback, and then I've gotten some constructive uh, feedback, which I really needed. So I've kind of taken a break of putting my stuff out and just taking all that feedback and working on it but yeah that's just but because of that you're like you know you so you're drawn to that and you also write that so that's a big yeah it's just who i was and like i'm automatically superstitious i'll make up superstitions just because it makes sense to me (laughs) and i don't know the i think it's just who i've always been like and then i just realized that like hey i'm I'm 27 and this is who I want to be. If you don't like it, fuck you and you can go somewhere else. So yeah. that's really just, <laughs> you don't have to hang out with me. Exactly. So I think that summer when she came and visit and we talked, she didn't like push me into anything. She just was like, you've always been this way. Why are you trying to be something that you're not? And why are you so uncomfortable with it? And it's weird. Cause like, you talk about, you tracked your tribe. Most of my tribe are not most of it, but like, a good portion of it are people that, that believe, dabble yeah. and believe and do the same thing. So Okay. For the longest time, until I was like 14, I remember confessing to someone when I was like, I may have been like 12 or 13 okay. at the time, and I made this new friend, right? And she was like really Southern, like as I grew up in a small town in the South. And um, she was really Southern, came from like a very traditional churchy kind of family, yeah. just like very normal girl. And 
we like became really quick friends because I make friends really quickly and I'll develop that bond really strong, like really fast. And so she was like inviting me over for a sleepover, like probably two weeks into our friendship. Right. Yeah. And so I go over and we're doing the sleepover stuff and we're talking about things and we get into this conversation and I was like, I believe in fairies. Oh God. I knew I loved you for some weird reason. And I, but I like now, I mean, it's different, but like <laughs> when I was 12, I mean, I was still like old. Yeah. 13 still old to believe in fairies. Right. And stuff like that. I was like, no, I, I truly believe in like vampires and fairies and like all of this stuff. And I was like, not in like the cheesy way, but like, you know, obviously this is before twilight vampires, oh, <laughs> like, but specifically it was like fairies that I was yeah. talking to her about. And I was like, no, like I, this stuff is real. Like, and I was very adamant about it. And I freaked this girl out so much talking about fairies, not even like all the other dark shit fairies that she grabbed her Bible and was like reading her Bible next to me in the bed and like hyperventilating. And then never spoke to me again after that. She's like, I brought that demon in my house. (laughs) I was just like, it's a fairy. Like, I don't understand why you would be that freaked out. Well, fairies are known to be a mixture of fallen angels and demons. That's Mm. why they're beautiful, but also a pain in the ass. No offense. But I don't think she knew that. No. Her exposure to quote unquote fairies would have been the same as mine. Probably. At that point, which was very kind of pop culture. Yeah. So we, I never grew up with like that kind of exposure. Yeah, you know? I think anything that's not God yeah. or angels or automatically got people clutching their pearls. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, it was straight up pearl clutching. And it was just like seeing her future right there happen. She's like, I brought this demon into my house. <laughs> <laughs> I got the papers. <laughs> I, don't, I felt really bad for her. And the thing was, like, I honestly, like, I was upset and I was hurt. But, like, yeah. more than anything, I just felt really bad for her that she felt that unsafe so easily like it was like why why are you so upset about this you, you know? would not have liked me if you met me i want to say how old am i oh gosh a long time ago uh because when i grew up in the straight the church i was very straight laced and everything mm-hmm. was bad and i was very judgmental and oh, i yeah. was like you don't think the same way you're a bad person i'm surprised i kept some of my friends uh but as i got older i was like wow this is actually a hindrance this is not okay like mm, oh my yeah. god and i'm i don't even really fit in this like i'm like box a squ- that you yeah, created, yeah. square peg in a circle hole is that what they're saying is that square say? peg round hole yeah i'm also oh my t- god that didn't make any but it's okay square peg round hole just want to let you know i'm also really bad at american sayings i, I make up my own and <laughs> if you are like that's not how it is i'm like don't put your chickens in a basket before they hatch that's not a saying well <laughs> it makes I, sense to me right <laughs> Why is it not? Who who do you think made up? Some at some point down the line, somebody made this shit up. Probably a fucking farmer. No yeah. offense to farmers, because they're still farmers. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, you, why why can't I be a person who makes right, up a cliche? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I am a cliche in so many ways. <laughs> no, I'm not sure you are not. Sometimes I feel like a cliche. Oh yeah, we have our moments. Yeah, but anyway, getting back on track. Um, so obviously you talked about you know kind of reconnecting with it it was like through actually a family member which yeah is kind of cool um so who are some of the other like people that you've encountered like i mean when it comes to people you encounter that are quote-unquote sensitive and i think that's the, the term that yeah. a lot of people use like tell me about some of those people that you've like come in contact throughout your life oh this is fun I, this is actually really fun uh besides well, Besides my aunt, we already touched bases about her and her life partner. Um, we talked about my cousin. Um, my oh gosh, we're gonna call him Jon Snow. 
And I only call him Jon Snow because, no, he literally looks like Jon Snow. Okay. But with much longer hair. Um, I met him when I was a barista, and he was a customer. And we had mutual friends, and we connected. We are still really great friends. And he's just as sensitive as well. Um, he actually is an empath. So, cool. well, that's what he calls himself. He's an empath. Um, so we connected on that. So he is very sensitive to people's emotions, and he feeds off of that, and he picks up on that as well. Um, he always knows when something's wrong with me. He'll randomly call. I'll be like, hey, you okay? Um, we got really close, and I opened up to him. And so we do a lot of, like, if we if I ever do rituals, which I'm not a big ritual person. I respect rituals, but as I said, I'm very unorganized. <laughs> so if we actually do anything, uh, Jon Snow is usually with me. But um, met him. He Oh, my God. He is one of my favorite. Oh, he's just great. You have to meet him. He's awesome. He's really eccentric, like. Really Sounds like centric. he would be a fun person to bring on. Oh, yeah. I could totally get him on here. Speaking <laughs> of that, he's... So, this is all October, right? I feel like this is very yeah, appropriate for I think so too. all of this to be happening in the month of October to talk about spheres, to talk about, yeah. you know, ghost hunting. We have a little sneak peek here. We do have a ghost hunting episode coming up later in October. Yeah, she's a ghost huntress. So cool. So, that's going to be a really fun episode. Um, but, yeah. No, we can bring him on. Yeah. So, he's great. Um very sensitive it was just it, we have a great time he's awesome he's just a great person in general but he also has that um and then as you know um Holmes who's the ghost huntress she's also like the kitchen witch met her as well also being a barista seemed to meet a lot of my people from being a barista <laughs> uh weird um and that's probably right now the tight-knit circle that I do have. Mm-hmm. I do have some friends I kind of, like, are interested in, and they'll call me. I'm like, can you do this for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, but, like I said, like, most of the people I do meet are either I go to, like, festivals, and we connect, and, mm-hmm. like, I bought, and I'll spend money when I realize that I could probably just uh, do this myself. But <laughs> I like to support the community. Like, I bought, like, $8 uh, a small tube of moon water. Literally, it was like a really small tube of moon water. I'm like, you just fill a bowl up and just sit up on a full moon. And I just, this was free, bitches. I took this water from the toilet bowl. Like, I don't even, nah, I'm saying that's messed up. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, like, I'm very solitary, but I do have certain people. And those probably, I really don't have a lot, maybe like three or four. Yeah, no, but that's yeah. still like for you being as much of an introvert as you are. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. You know, you're, you're very, you're somebody who has a tight knit group. I, I, I'm working really hard not to always be an introvert. Sometimes it, it does take some a toll out of me, but I'm not like I won't disappear for three months. So, uh, oh, a little bitter, <laughs> yeah, a little bitter, there. a little, little bitter. But I, I won't disappear like that. I'll go like weekends away and then I'll come yeah. out. and I'm like, who wants to go and get drunk? <laughs> Can we be yeah. a booze witch? Oh my know. god, there is booze witch. So usually witches are not supposed to drink. Unless it's, like, ceremonial. Yeah. Did I say that word right? Um, yes. Uh, yeah, no. That's not here. And I like to say, like, uh, I'm like a, what do you call those? Uh, I'm like a dwarf. Uh, yeah, I could say dwarfs because dwarfs, like, in Lord of the Rings drink a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a huge Dude, drinker. I found my new cosplay, right? So the next time. Are we going to Dragon Con next year? Hell yeah. Okay, and I want to cosplay status. as the dwarf from uh, Rat Queens. from The dwarf from Rat, Rat Queens don't know who that is she's really short and stocky but curvy and like red hair and oh. i was like oh shit this is perfect and she's got this kick-ass armor and stuff yes let's do it because i'm totally going to she hulk that's why i've been actually going to the gym every day <laughs> I, I really i'm doing this for a cosplay when i should really do it for my health but you know i'm down yeah i can't remember her name i'm terrible i'm sorry guys i'm really bad with names from characters 
but I do know that she's the dwarf from Rat Queens and she is a fantastic character. Oh, so. I'm really excited. Oh my God, we're going to have nice, we build armor. Here we come, YouTube. Bro fist. Oh, we oh. totally bro fisted that. <laughs> Crush can. Backwards <laughs> 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 hat, go. <laughs> Wait, no, that's Pokemon. <laughs> Shit, I can't even be bro when I want to. <laughs> you like the nerd like slips out. <laughs> Oops. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so one thing I'm super curious about, and honestly, guys, this is just like me asking you questions that I want to know. <laughs> this, but it's, it's, this is kind of nice. We don't have to like coach anybody. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> um, so talk to me about rituals. The, the, so do you have a favorite? Oh, I, uh, so mm, when I move into new places, I have a ritual. Mm. It's like a house cleansing ritual. I even have a candle that I bought for it. Yeah, I like candles. Um, <laughs> so I believe that people's energy and bad experiences, good experiences will stay. Obviously, I can't like walk into a room like, oh man. I sense it. I sense it's it. Here. The, these people were great. They had a great time. Oh my God, she did this over here. Not, not like that, but I feel like people leave behind like weird um, imprints and and if I'm going to stay here, I don't want to live with your imprint. So I believe in cleansing the house. So um, I use sage, clean that. I use a lot of times, not in this apartment I live in, I usually keep um, lavender salt on the window to Mm. keep uh, bad stuff out. Um, I like to sage. I also have a a blessing ritual. I bought a special candle for that that's just for blessing homes. Mm. Um, so there's that ritual that I absolutely like to do. I try to cleanse the energy in my house apartment every three months. So there's that. If I bring antiques in my house, yeah, I, I bless the shit out of that too. And I sage them. Oh, man, those things that my stepdad bought me, the 50-year-old um, uh, liquor barrels that were in like somebody else's like bar from the 70s. Yeah, they were in a bar, though. Yeah. They were I, from, the, what was the name of the C.W. Shaw's. C.W. Shaw's. Okay, like, so I'm sure a lot of people listening to this, if you're from Atlanta, you've heard of C.W. Shaw's. So, yeah. He scored two of the barrels from the wall. Three. Three. Yeah, yeah. The one that I wanted, he sold, but I got the three other ones that I liked. I I cleanse the shit out of them. Because I don't, I, I'm very, again, I'm very superstitious. Mm-hmm. Things cling onto things. So those are, uh, those so, are really big rituals. This is actually not the first time I've encountered that principle. Um, or that belief, that yeah. idea. Um, I have I have another friend who is extremely sensitive. Um, she would definitely define herself as a psychic. And I'm very, or at least at the time that I met her too, I was extremely skeptical. Now I'm just like, I eh, love do skeptics. You, want, you know, it keeps us on our toes. <laughs> it really does. So I feel like I have to be a skeptic because I'm such an information based person. I'm like, I always seek understanding and like. I, I think right now my perspective is that it doesn't matter if I believe in it, if the other person believes in it. You know what I mean? I think that's really big of you because a lot of people can't do that. And so that's kind of why, like, it doesn't matter how I feel about what you're yeah. saying, like horoscopes. It doesn't matter if I believe in it. Like, that's your thing. And that that's something that you use in your life. You know, it's all tools. So I, I've always kind of been open, open-minded, but I was a little more closed off at that point. Yeah. Um, but she she would get drunk and she would be like, super sensitive like she was like we're not supposed to drink she would talk to me about things that i was thinking about that like i hadn't told anybody you know and she'd be like oh stop stop having that conversation with yourself or like you know what i mean and i was like what the fuck and like she would like pull out exact names of people that no one else knew about or yeah. something. and i was like why are you doing this this is so weird um but she i can't even remember where i was going with us oh yeah yeah so we we're talking about objects and things being attached to objects right yeah so my she was a good friend of my mom's and my mom has had like 
horrible luck with relationships. Why that happens, I'm sure is not all going to be superstition based. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, basically, this girl came in and um, she was in the house and like she was also good friends with the person who the, my, my mom was with at the time. They like is actually how she encountered this woman. Um, so we'll call her Lillian. So my mom met Lillian through the guy that she was dating at the time. Um, who dabbled a little bit. He had like tarot cards and, you know, stuff like that. He was big onto that. Mm. Um, so he had kind of a small community of friends that were sensitive or believed in that. Most of them didn't really take it very seriously. But this one, Lillian, was very, very sensitive. Um, and she came into the house one day and there was this potted, fake potted plant that they had in the corner. Um, and she was like, holy shit, to my mom, we'll call her Kay. Yeah. Kay, you have to get rid of that plant. She just, like, freaked the fuck out when she walked in. And my mom was like, what? Like, why? And she was like, there is something attached to that plant. And she was like, is there someone in your past that died tragically or whatever? She started asking my mom all these questions and, like, getting really specific. I wasn't there for this conversation. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure how it went. But basically, she dug in and my mom was like, yeah, like, I had, she was like, it was a brother of a friend or something like that. She basically was getting really specific in that way. My mom was like, oh, yeah, like, I went to college in North Georgia. Um, I was in my friend's car one time. I was really good friends with this girl. And we were in the car singing, like, I will always love you or my heart will go on or some one of those songs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, well, this girl's brother had tragically died. He oh. basically was in a car in the same road. He was like leaning out of the car window and somehow he was decapitated from like a roadside Jesus or something. Christ. This happened like a really long time ago back when my mom was, this is like the eighties when my yeah. mom was in college or whatever. Um, and she like kind of knew the kid, you know, it was a really yeah. tragic story. This kid was like really, really well known. He was like an athlete. He had this Cars. like whole, of course he had like a lot of promise and stuff, really yeah. smart kid, good looking. Um, and then she was also, she remained really good friends with this girl and then they kind of parted ways. But this song that she was singing in the car with the girl was that boy's favorite song. And somehow that like spirit had basically, this is the argument that she was making that, that, that guy's spirit basically stuck with her and became like attached to certain objects in her life. Gotcha. Um, and it, but over the years he basically become so possessive of her that where he was probably a good person like in life it had been but, reduced to just like a bitter negative like if i can't have her no one can have her so kind her of energy be, right gotcha and so she like made her fucking burn the plant and like do this crazy ritual in the backyard and my mom was like what the fuck is all of this and like, you're like hey like pro clutching like <laughs> <laughs> no that's so creepy no i really believe that i think my first experience with something attached yeah um i was i'm gonna say in the sixth grade this maybe totally i have Wow, I forgot this until today. Yeah. I had this weird baby doll. This mm-hmm. doll. She uh, had, like, long black hair. Like, she was distinctly, like, I don't know. I don't remember who gave her to me. Like, I just remember like, he just had her. And I was at the time going to church and stuff and carried this doll everywhere. So I was staying at my aunt's house one day, and I was sleeping in her bed. And I remember she said that every hour on the hour, I would start screaming, like, bloody murder screaming and she would like i remember her would wake me up and she's like hey you okay i'm like oh my god i just had a terrible nightmare and And i actually remember the nightmares there was like the room was full of like skeletons and they were just like walking around doing normal people stuff (laughs) but like it scared the shit out of me yeah and then i would go back to sleep and i would like hold my doll and 
next hour, I'm screaming again. And I don't remember any of the other nightmares. She said that I just kept screaming to the point where she took the doll away from me and threw it out the window. She's like, after that, the rest of the night, I slept like a rock. Nothing happened. And then I went out. And then I guess she went out before I woke up and got the doll and gave it back to me, which you probably shouldn't have done that, but whatever. But as I kept having this doll, I kept having nightmares at home to the point where my mom was like, you need to get rid of this doll. Like, I don't know what's going on. There's even my mom's kind of sensitive to it. She doesn't always embrace it, but mm-hmm. she's like, there's something wrong with this doll. So I remember I took the doll. We went to the church that it was at night and I threw it in the like the industrial trash bin thing in the back. Yeah. And me and my cousin at the time, we were like hanging near the trash can. It was dark out. And I don't know why we thought it was cool to spy people, spy on people that are going to the bathroom, but we were doing that. <laughs> what? Okay, this is a whole other issue. <laughs> we were weird kids. Like, we were, like, hanging out in the back of the church. The bathrooms were, like, in the basement area. Yeah. And the lights were on, so we were, like, you couldn't see through the window because they were, like, sp- I don't know what you call it, like, smoked glass. Like, you can't oh, really see it. Yeah, yeah. But we were still trying to see if people were peeing. I don't know what was wrong with us. We're fucking weird. And all of a sudden, we heard something goes, why don't you want to play with me? And we looked around. I was like, is that you? She goes, no. I was like, holy fuck, it's that damn doll. <laughs> and we booked it. Booked it. I've never oh, ran so no fast. Way. I'm not even joking. Like, we looked around the trash can. There was nobody. It wasn't my cousin. It wasn't me. And we just booked it. I don't like dolls since then. I will, like. I, I used to have, dolls. like, there was this one doll that would sit in my room in the corner. Ooh. And it scared the fuck out of me. And I buried it at the bottom of, like, a trunk. Because I was like, <laughs> get, away, get away from me. Like, get away. I was so, like, no. I didn't yeah. like shit that, like, look, stared at you unblinking. Like, <laughs> you fucking reading my it's soul. It's creepy. I mean, but yeah. there was also, like, Chucky and that stuff that Ugh. came out. So Yeah, that is. probably why. But, yeah. So, no, I'm totally about things being attached to certain things yeah. positive negative or nothing at all if mm-hmm. someone gives me something i'm like and i will put you into the holy water of cleansing okay okay i'm not like that but <laughs> like uh yeah yeah but for real it was like uh did one, you did mm-hmm. you do that to my clothes no i just put the, i just put those shits on that's fine i'm not worried about things that's so nice <laughs> i was like hey nothing here i like these <laughs> put them on it is around me so like i went to an antique store with my ex-roommate who mm-hmm. i don't talk to anymore uh-huh. she, so we went it was in uh, i want to say tequila mm-hmm. really old it's owned by like a husband and wife and we were walking and i Told her, I was like, hey, I got this really weird feeling. I don't think we should be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot of stuff attached to this stuff. Mm-hmm. She, like, joked and laughed. And we uh, we went into this, like, back room that has, I don't know, but, like, really old antique doors. And I have a thing about doors. Like, doors lead they, to other things. Like, your front door leads to your apartment. Your front door leads to the outside world. Like, mm-hmm. they're opening and closings. So, it was just a room full of doors. And I was like, I don't want to be back here. These doors, are, these doors are very old. They led to some places. I don't like it. She's like, no, let's just look. Let's look. And also, there was, like, this really old uh, radio. Like, really old. Like, those radios where you would listen to, like, radio plays or something. Yeah, on, yeah. Like, yeah, like really a, fucking like 50s, old. yeah. So all of a sudden, like, or probably we, earlier than that, even. Yeah, it is really old. I walked by it and it started, it turned on by itself. Mm-hmm. And it just started playing some fucking creepy ass 50s music. And I just, literally, the hair in the back of my neck, like, just stood up. And I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like, oh my God. And we ran out. I, 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 I don't. So I don't. in my grandmother's house, um, we had kind of a similar situation of things like turning on. Like, I, that occasionally will happen to me. I've had a couple of interactions. Like, I lived in the bonus room above her garage. Yeah. It wasn't an old house. It was it was built new. My grandfather did die there. Ooh. So, um, we have kind of, 
in our family we talk a little bit about our ancestors i think that that's like a big thing that comes yeah up. But i think people like to do that yeah like recent generations at least like um so there's my great-grandfather and my dad likes to like every time he loses his keys his, they both my grandfather and my great-grandfather had like really messed up since humor <laughs> in their real life yeah like, they were like that they were just like you know, would like make fun of people and poke you and like try to annoy you. So my dad will like lose his keys. He'll like set it down on a table and then they'll be gone. Yeah. And he's like, look everywhere for them. Right. And just like tear the house apart. And he'll be like, all right, enough. Like, it's not funny anymore, dad, or it's not funny anymore. Like Papa Jack. Um, and then like literally immediately the keys will appear like in the corner, like really plain obvious like sitting on the floor or somewhere something really like they stepped over it like 16,000 times yeah um and they're they just like talk about that stuff it's really creepy I know obviously they're very disorganized too though so <laughs> I have to take that with a grain of salt but that happened in that house a bunch um, yeah you know one day I was sitting downstairs with my grandmother we were just like hanging out I never used to watch tv up in my room yeah so, like it was a very rare occasion when I would um, but there was a TV up there and I almost would like forget about it because it'd be in the corner. And I was downstairs on the other side of the house. And then all of a sudden the TV turns on max volume, like uh. louder than I would ever naturally put it. Cause I could hear it downstairs on the other side of the house, like clear, like it was super loud, right? Came on, played for like 20 seconds and then turned off. And I was like, Oh no. Fuck that. I do not want to go up there. Like, no, no. I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. Like Hell. that place gets so creepy at night. Like oh, I don't know what it is. God. It I wasn't even an old house. Right? Yeah. And then I had another experience where I was dating a guy at the time who was staying there with me. Um, he had like a really long drive, so he like would crash there yeah. like, occasionally. And we were just like sleeping and I woke up in the middle of the night because I had to pee and I there was another person in the bed and I just like it wasn't like a threatening thing because I, I just in my like sleepiness, I crawled around them physically like it was a person curled up in a hoodie and I was like, oh, like I was feeling towards them like it was my my this girl I call my little sister. She's kind of like my adopted little sister. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, it's her. You know, we'll call her. You just, a. Yeah. You just and assumed. so I crawled around her to go to the bathroom, peed like it was nothing, came back and I was like, there's not another person in the bed. Mm. right and i was like well that's fucking weird like so i hallucinate all the time like that and um but this time it was like so real like it was really bizarre and he woke up the next day and said he had this like crazy dream about like a nightmare of someone standing at the end of the bed just like watching him the entire night oh god no no so no. see you tell me these things and i'm pretty sure there was somebody standing at the end of the bed yeah like that's some creepy shit um, but it wasn't like i wasn't scared no not not all things are scary they're just like yeah. second there was another weird thing too because i was on the second floor right in this bonus room above the garage i get up in the middle of the night one night and there's a frog in the toilet what the fuck yeah i hate frogs and i like <laughs> was so asleep that i like didn't know what to do and i was like i feel bad i don't want to flush Did it you piss on him i peed on him and flushed oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up the next day and was like really bad person i just pissed on a frog I was like did that really ha i thought i was dreaming like you know what i mean when you're like this isn't real life this is not real but life. it was and you're like sleep logic was like just pee on it and then flush it and i was like and you pissed on I'm it i'm the worst but i think i like peed on it before i realized it was there so it's fine frogs yeah. are weird um but how the way the fuck was there a frog in the toilet i don't know that's a good thing you should look that up i don't know that much about frogs but like watching practical magic which is like the best movie ever that the whole yeah. thing with the frogs yeah and i know and, oh, yeah. those are bullfrogs or whatever they're still frogs no i feel like this one was just a plumbing thing but still a like, plumbing thing maybe it was the frog that my brother when i was in seattle washington 
I had a pet frog and he broke his leg and threw it in the toilet and flushed it. Maybe he swam his way to your house and you pissed on him. <laughs> Why would he come there? I don't know. We don't know how plumbing works. I don't. Do you? <laughs> like, maybe we're all connected by our shithole. the girl's house who I will pee on me. That's <laughs> what, secretly what I've always wanted. Absolutely. It's gross. Uh, it's like, okay, so I say, I like to watch, sometimes I'll watch Holmes, the, mm-hmm. the ghost huntress's um, dogs and her family dogs. And I her her mom her mom and dad's house is really old mm-hmm. and she has this door that goes out to um their porch that's closed in the door never locks never locks why i was there the whole time i was like there's somebody in this house like i can feel it like mm. my skin wants to crawl off me like i'm freaking out so one morning i had to get about six o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm. i had to work at the coffee shop that I was working at, but I realized I didn't bring my sneakers, so I had to drive to my house and then back. Mm-hmm. But I went to go let the dogs out, and the back door was bolt locked. Like every single lock was mm-hmm. locked, and I physically can't lock the doors. Like I've tried yeah. it before, they were locked. And I was like, oh shit, whoever this is, thanks for locking the door, but I need to, like, I couldn't unlock. And I was like, I need you to unlock the door. And literally five seconds later, like, I got the door unlocked, but like, God, that like that's the weird part to me is when you can have a conversation with yeah, like, like the air and then suddenly it fixes itself. You're and like, you're like, fuck. Yeah, because what? and then I told her, I was like, your back door was locked. She's like, the the top lock doesn't lock. And I was like, no, this shit was locked, my friend. Like, and I had a fight with it. And I finally it unlocked after I was like, what the fuck? And the dogs went out. But after that, like, I also don't like waking up at three o'clock. It's the witching hour. I freak out. If yeah. I ever wake up at three o'clock, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh God, I don't know. Why? <laughs> um, I think it's because a lot of like horror movies, especially like devil possessed movies, the people that are possessed by the devil usually wake up at three mm. or it's always three o'clock. It's what some people call 12 o'clock in the morning, the witching hour. It's between 12 and three. Usually that's when shit goes down or things it's are roaming. Something good happens. Yeah. yeah. So um, if I'm waking up at three, I'm freaking out and my head's underneath the pillow. I'm like, please go away. <laughs> but yeah. I got a lot of stories, but yeah. No, I think those those are great stories. Um, I wish I didn't butcher the one about my mom. <laughs> no, I don't think you butchered it at all. It's creepy as fuck, though. Like, that same girl, she did a lot. Dude, that same girl has been through some shit, too. But she's Cuban, and she's from Miami. And, like, talk about superstitious. Oh, God, yeah. She's like, yeah, like, no way. You know, like, this is a big deal for them. Um, and she would, like, one day we were... Um, so there was another friend of my mom's who I used to nanny for as well. He had like a, a young daughter. His ex-wife, the mother of the daughter, um, died. We'll call this dude, um, we'll call him Tem. Okay. Right? So Tem's ex-wife was a certified scuba instructor. Um, and on Mother's Day, they were like out at the lake or something. And they were, you know, going out to swim. And I think that she'd been drinking but she drowned to death like really tragically on like mother's day of all days. And this was the thing, like Tim had kind of made peace with the fact that she, his ex-wife had moved on, had, was in a great relationship. You know, the, the new man in her life was becoming very much a father figure for their daughter. Yeah. Um, we'll call her B. 
So she was still very young, like one or two at the time. Um, but he was like, he'd made peace with the fact that this other man was going to be a much better father than him. He, we, we had like a lot of conversations about this. And um, he was like, I always was convinced that I was going to be the one who would die first. I was the one who was expendable. You know, I was not the important person in her life. This other man, I, I gave him full, you know, basically blessing to be her father. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was capable of doing this. That's nice of him. So then she dies. And mm. um, he ends up getting full custody of the daughter and has really fucked up background with this. And like the whole the whole thing of her getting pregnant was an accident. Like they had split up. They got a divorce because he didn't want kids and she did. And originally they, you know, were on the same page and she, as she got older, changed her mind and they divorced. Um, but they were still, you know, friendly, you know, ish. For yeah. The part. Um, and then they basically like kind of reconnected a little bit. She ends up getting pregnant and that, that's how it all happened. Right. So oh, wow. really messed up situation. Um, but we were, he would like kind of talk about her you know, um, the mom. And we were at a bar one time and this was like right after, this is, I told you my friend that's Lillian that's really sensitive. Yeah. Um, she's standing there having a conversation and she's like, you've already met your soulmate or I don't, she said some kind of crazy shit like that and he was like, um, he was like, what? And she's like, she's right behind you. And he like turned, and I was standing there, but like, he turned around and looked at me like, oh, is that shit like hubba hubba? Like, yeah. I was like, no, she's talking about your ex-wife. And then she started freaking out. And then she like, all of a sudden, like went zero to a hundred, right? Lillian just started freaking out. She was like muttering to herself and being like, go away, go away, go away. And then she went to the bathroom and like wet her hands and started flicking air, water into the air and like muttering a whole bunch of stuff. And like, was like, this is not good for you. This is not good for your daughter. Like basically telling him you have to like get rid of her because like she has the propensity to like become violent or like possessive. Oh, weird. So, like, I don't know. It was fucking crazy, right? We're just in this bar, like for a birthday party. That and she's like sucks. dispelling spirits. <laughs> it's like, for Lillian because you yeah. can't control, you literally can't control when shit happens. Like, yeah. that's why if I get like blackout drunk, I get weird. Like yeah. I get very weird and yeah. you can't control what you're doing. Cause you're like, you're fucking drunk. And that's why witches are not supposed to drink. Yeah. Or psychics or anything like that. Cause then you're uber sensitive and then you, you're not really aware of your surroundings. Like, I'm pretty sure that guy was like, holy fuck shit. Like, she's but also like, holy crap. Talk about drawing people to you that have this kind of shit because the average person doesn't have their ex-wife tragically die and drown to death and then end up, you know, in this like, you know, no. like the, the average person doesn't have that kind of life experience. No, But of course that person would be really good friends with Lillian, you know? So it's like, you tracked your tribe or you track yeah. the people that you need or or the people that you can help, help. I think, exactly you know? yeah i totally agree and like i think having her around even if he didn't believe in x he wasn't superstitious he was very much a skeptic i think having her around though helped him feel more connected and helped him like get past it you know i i mean i know obviously that's always going to be a tragic thing for him and every day like every mother's day for him is very a dark dark oh, dark time, God, you know? because sure he was still is. head over heels in love with this woman he just they didn't want the same things and that's yeah. why they divorced you know that sucks. so it's like i feel like his life is a fucking movie like it's like a goddamn lifetime movie yeah oh fuck lifetime i hate lifetime yeah no but i i totally get it. and that's why we watch things like sailor moon to make <laughs> us feel good <laughs> nice segue <laughs> Oh, you, you know, this, this shit like that. Like, you, you, I think everyone should have like a, you know. So speaking of hobbies, and I know we've obviously been on like kind of the witching hour subject matter. I here. know I'm kind of creeped out oddly. 
Um, and we talked a lot about some supernatural stories just to kind of what you guys' appetite for what's coming this whole month of October. I am so excited. I cannot wait for you guys to meet Holmes. She is fucking awesome. And I might yeah. be a little bit biased, but she has some cool stuff. I want her to, I'm going to make sure she brings some first recordings so you can listen to yeah. the ghosts that she's recorded. It's kind of cool. That's, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's so creepy. just a disclaimer, not every episode this month is going to be related to supernatural stuff because that could get really old. But, yeah, I feel you. Um, we are going to have very like Halloween-y kind of episodes coming up when we get a little closer to, you know, the end of October and all of this. Um, but we're also going to have some really cool ones about kind of like modern parenting and, oh, you excited. know, um, modern marriages. Oh, and, millennials like, being yeah, married. Stuff like that. So we've got some cool stuff coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's all we have i think for today yeah you um, learned a lot about me oh my god <laughs> so thanks for really opening up and so i think you kind of know me now am i even relevant to the show <laughs> i mean i don't even think we've scratched the surface of who tink really is next time we'll talk about comic books and then you'll get a way better understanding <laughs> yeah so um on that note i think that wraps up our show for today fuck yeah i'm your host veeps i'm your co-host tink and, and you, you don't know, know me. me or maybe you do who okay. knows how about you don't know us <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, if you liked what you heard today, be sure to head over to our website. It's ydkmpodcast.com. We have more information about our guests from the show as well as some show notes. Also, feel free to follow us on social media. We are at ydkmpodcast on everything. As usual, the music in this episode is courtesy of bensound.com. That's B-E-N-S-O-U-N-D.com. 